Hi everybody. How are you? I'm alright. It's been one of those days, isn't it? It's been a I mean it's been a Saturday, so that's always very nice. Um and I did have a lie-in, so that's great. I'm all about the lions. Um and I had the quiz. Um, so that was nice, saw my sister, saw my dad. Um, so that was great, that was great. My legs are a little bit tired after yesterday's bicycling. Um, but not, you know, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to walk actually because I did go a bit mental. Um, but I'm okay, it's not too bad. Maybe it'll be tomorrow that I'm a bit over it. Never mind. Anyway. Um, but it was good. It's just the weather. It's just a bit blur, isn't it? Ugh. I'm just not very happy with it. It's not really impressing me that much. It's a bit blurry. It's a bit grey. Not happy with it. Anyway, so, but um, I saw Jodie, um, who's you know when one of your friends is so much one of your friends that, that that she's family i'm godmother to one of her um children and i just love her to pieces and it's so we haven't seen them for not properly we saw them in passing um um they did a drive by hello type of thing but it's been so difficult cuz you know our families are so entwined with each other they've got three kids um you know and their their kids love our kids and so you know it's just we spend every um new year's eve with each other because we both of both of us you know both our families hate new year's eve so much that we're quite happy just to cook a meal and spend it with each other um yeah so you know we've included each other in family type of thing so we've become family so it's just so difficult to to see them and not give them a massive hug it's really really hard um especially because posy um, who I'm godmother to is four, five. I'm rubbish, um, and she's just so gorgeous and lovely. Um, and I want to hug her. So not fair. Uh, to be honest with you, I want to hug all three of them. So anyway, but it was so lovely to see them. So, mm. um, yeah, but mm, I'm not, I'm just not on with this weather. So, anyway, where are we? Sonnet 98. We'll just go to the Sonnet 98. Um, glasses. Glasses are over here. So, let's have a look at this. Sonnet 98. From you have I been... I've got something wiggling around. What's that? It's just a piece of dirt. Hang on. Right. From you have I been absent in the spring when proud peed, proud peed, peed, 
P-I-E-D, Proud Pied, 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 Proud Pied, Pied, Proud Pied, Proud Pied, I'm going to say Proud Pied, oh, it's Proud Pied, all right, okay, right, from you I have I been absent in the spring, from Proud Pied, absent, no, and start again. From you have I been absent in the spring, for when proud pied April, dressed in all his trim, hath put a spirit of youth in everything. That heavy satin laughed and leapt with him. Yet nor the lays of birds, nor the sweet smell of different flowers in odours and in hue, could make me any summer's story tell or from their proud lap pluck them where they grew. Nor did I wonder at the lilies white, nor praise the deep vermilion in the rose. They were but sweet and figures of delight, drawn after you, your pattern of all those. Yet seemed it winter still, and you away as with your shadow, I with these did play. Okay. So, very much like yesterday, you know, talking about this absence, talking about this sort of great absence. Um, um, that there has been between the fair youth and Shakespeare. Sorry, just having some elderflower juice. Um, you know, and and he's got he's getting back into his stride now, isn't he? So let's go through it. From you have I been absent in the spring when proud pied ab. April, dressed in all his trim, hath put a spirit of youth in everything. That heavy satin laughed and leapt with him. I was away from you during the spring, when when ended April, in all its finery made everything feel so young, that even Saturn, the the god of old age and gloominess, laughed and leapt along with it. Mm-hmm. Yet nor the lays of birds, nor the sweet smell of different flowers in odour and in hue could make me any summer story tell, or from their pl- proud lap pluck them where they grew. But neither the songs of birds nor the sweet smell of all the various flowers could make me feel like it was summer or inspire me to go flower picking. Nor did I wonder at the lilies white nor praise the deep vermilion in the rose. I wasn't amazed by how the white the lily was nor did I praise the deep red of the roses. They were but sweet and figures of delight drawn after you, you pattern of all those. 
um, they were only sweet, only pictures of delight drawn in, in imitation of you. The archetype of spring. So, yeah, they were. They were just like cheap imitations of you. Yet seemed it winter still, and you away, as with your shadow, I did with these, I with these did play. I played with these flowers as if I were playing with your reflection. seemed like it was still winter and as we, now okay right mm. okay so I wonder if this has got a bit of a double meaning here so say Shakespeare is saying that he that he can't appreciate the spring and its beauty because he was absent from him therefore spring was like a winter okay um so he's talking about this length of time that he was away. Um, Saturn, just to say that you know, in sort of Elizabethan times, uh, was thought to influence dark and gloomy behaviour in people. So when it says that heavy Saturn laughed and leapt with him. You know, there doesn't seem to be any kind of anger with Shakespeare anymore, does there? There's no sort of sniping with him. There's no sort of telling the, the fair youth off for any of his faults. And I wonder if this, you know, all of this sort of declaration of flowers and, you know, I played with these flowers. I did wander at the lily's white, nor did I wander at the lily's white, nor play, praise the deep vermilion in the rose. They were but sweet, but figures of delight drawn after you, your pattern of all of those. Yet it se seemed it winter still, and you away, as with your shadow, I with these did play. Now, so because you were away, I played with them. I'm wondering that if Shakespeare is saying because he was, so there are these, these flowers who are sort of like an imitation of um, the fair youth who was away. Now I'm wondering if Shakespeare is saying that he is admitting to the fact that he's been seeing other people. And he's saying they were but sweet but figures of delight. drawn after you so think about this so he, if he's saying you know I, I have seen other people 
they were but sweet they were yeah they were but sweet but figures of delight so they you know they were nice but they weren't anybody special they were drawn after you you pattern of all of those they were only pictures they were drawn in imitation of you you know because you are the archetype of spring yeah i think that's what he's admitting i think that shakespeare is admitting to the fair youth that he's been seeing other people yet it seemed winter still and you away as with your shadow i did the with these did play there you go guys i think that um shakespeare is admitting to the fact that he has been seeing other people but they did it didn't mean anything um and he's missed the fair youth you know and he you know he's missed the fair youth and he's uh, missed him in his life you know he's missed you know the man who who is his muse or was his muse you know he talks about has put a spirit of youth in everything well so there you go guys well that's what I think that's what I think you can you know you can tell me if you think any differently but that's but that's what yeah so that's what I think I mean because I know he writes about flowers a lot, but but I think it's a double meaning. Okay, right, we'll move on. It's now raining. So, um, so the second poem on the underground um, was a poem called "If a Boy May a Boy Must Wonder." Um, and this was written by um, a boy who was 17 at the time um, and he was reading political science um, and actually was it, it, it was a um, an international winner of the foils young poet of the year in 2009 um, and he was from Singapore and I was just reading up about him and he from he had a had to do an in he had to do a sort of a, an international year and he 
um, chose to go and study in France, I think. Um, and it sort of changed his sort of whole life. Um, and then sort of went back to Singapore and stuff. But I think he is a intelligence officer now. I'm not entirely sure. Not sure. It's difficult to read up on people who aren't massively known as poets. But this was the poem that won. Um, uh, the 2010 um, poem and went up on the um, underground, which is what we've been looking at. And it, this poem's by somebody called Leon Yuchin Lao. I don't think I probably said that right, but I've tried my best. And it's called If a Boy Must Wonder. If a Boy. That's the bird landing on my roof. If a boy must wonder, let him recall not the light, not the lightning grace of falcons, the dizzying aeronautics, Darwin's finch, the voyage of the ancients who saw father, whose charts and sails and bubbly telescopic minds brought ashore hope to lift a charioting god to the moon. But how, even a rogue dream of stars, once birthed the possibility of flight. I think that's I think it's, I think it's always good to remember um, how you can have creativity in science and creativity in maths um, people people always think that they're separate that you can't have that you know that, that science and physics and maths can't be creative and then but you've got to remember that you have to be creative in all those subjects because otherwise you don't get these massive leaps you don't have things being created such as um, flights to the moon or flights to Mars even somebody's got to think of these things first and that takes a creative mind because somebody at some stage will say, oh my God, that's impossible. You can't possibly do that. And somebody used to once say that about cars. Somebody used to once say that about mobile phones. I lived in a time, I know this is shocking because I'm so beautifully young, but I lived in a time before mobile phones. Um, and so at one stage, there was life before mobile phones and, and 
the only way that we could communicate with each other was via a landline with those hugely long cords. And I remember my mum and dad constantly telling me to get off the phone. And a mobile phone was literally a um, big telephone, big red telephone box. That's what you had to use if you wanted to phone your mum and dad if you were out. So to be creative, um, within science is a massively important thing. All of the steps to um, tackle cancer, any kind of cancers, any kind of dementias. My aunt has just retired, but she's she was working to find, um, well, to, to help um, deal with Alzheimer's. And I think that's amazing, you know, to be creatively trying to help cure people and and you need somebody who is incredibly creative to do that so we need these kind of creative people going into the sciences as well So there has to be this blending of the worlds of creativity and the sciences. So we've got to stop seeing the fact that um, there isn't any kind of creativity in maths and we've got to stop seeing that there isn't any kind of creativity in science. There are, there are, you know, there's huge amounts of creativity. Just in the same way that there is huge amounts of rigour and um, discipline in drama. If you don't have discipline in drama, you're not going to last very long within the theatre. People who aren't disciplined within the theatre don't get jobs if you turn up late and you're a massive pain in the bum you don't get a job you don't keep your job for very long if you don't learn your lines nobody's going to hire you If you're that official drama queen, in inverted commas, you get a really bad reputation, nobody wants to hire you, and then that's it, that's the end of your career. You're learning from texts um, and scripts, which are many hundreds of years old in some cases, and you have to understand that script and be able to communicate that script to audiences and that's really academic and cerebral you have to use your brain in order to be able to understand what the playwright is trying to say 
So I, I never really understand people who say, well, drama is a very easy subject. Well, no, it's not actually. Because you're taking somebody else's work, you're making it your own, you're reading the text, you're understanding the text, and then you're translating that text, and you're giving it to somebody else completely and making sure that they understand it. That's really difficult. Anyway, that's me. I shall just, I, I could stay on this subject forever about creativity. Creativity is so important. It's how we express ourselves. It's what, it's, it's what makes us completely different, different. Right. Um, listen, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Uh, so I, I want you to stay in where you can, mainly out of the rain. Um, stay well and stay gorgeous. Take care and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye.